Praise the Lord. So this week, we're going to talk a little bit about, I don't know, a little bit about scripture. You know, remember when you were growing up, people would um, say, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? You know, I never thought about, you know, until I was a little bit older, what I wanted to be. You know, but some kids say they want to be a fireman. I want to be a policeman. I want to be, I want to be a nurse. I want to be president, <laughs> you know, some people, everybody's got something that they want to say. Uh, I want to be a famous soccer player. I want to be the first woman on the moon. <laughs> I want to be a successful business person, you know, and, and, you know, when you're growing up, I don't know if anybody ever really thinks about why do you want to be that, you know, or if anybody asked, you know, because that's a pretty standard question. What do you want to be when you grow up? And people say, okay, you want to be a firefighter? Okay. You know, you know, you got to put your nose to the grindstone. You got to go to school. You got to build up your muscles. But, um, you know, you really don't think about it until after you get older. And you find out that when you get older, you're not a firefighter. You're not the world first woman on the moon. You're not a successful business person. You're not, things happen in life and, and it just doesn't work out for you. You're just, mm-hmm. uh, it just isn't ever the way you plan it to be. Yep. You know, you're not a great soccer player. You probably can't even play soccer, <laughs> you know, or football or baseball or, you know, all life throw your curveballs. I mean, and then you, because they all, I, I heard that same question. What do you want to do when you grow up? And we, we have all these ideas. You got all these plans, and you don't even know if you're gonna see the next day. You don't even know you won't see the next day. Cause I went to school with some high school with some of um, uh, that I went to classmate with. They they had wrote me. Uh, what they was going to be on a board or something they had or said what they was going to be and years later you read about in the paper they got shot to death and you don't see that stuff coming down the road you don't see well and they had one of them uh, another one got into a car accident and died you just don't see all you just see is the here and now but you don't see what's down the road you don't know what what tomorrow may bring, you don't even know what the next second, the next minute will bring. And we just make we just be making all these plans and here comes life. Life just I'm throw a, life switch up the pitch on you, throw you a curveball, <laughs> a knuckler. And then today I hear like uh, the school administrators and teachers will say, you know, what if it's too rough? You know, that's not true. I can push through. I can do anything I set my mind to. They tell these kids that, and they, these these pipe dreams, these false narratives. You know, I think a lot of kids uh, want to be basketball players. You know, they think they want to be like who they see on TV. They want to be LeBron and Kobe and and all kind of things you yeah know. And, and the bottom line is what what is it that they're looking for they're looking for status 
That's what it is. They really want to, plain and simple, what they want is money. They want glory. They want honor. They want the power. They want people to look up to them. That they validation. Want they want the validation. They want the rep, the reckon, the the uh, to be in the social club, the elite social club. They you look for that validation. You just look for the vain glory of man's praises. Look, look at me. I arrived. You know, I got. I'm on this level. I got this degree, that degree. I got, you know, I'm up here, you know. I'm at a right, certain level right, in right. life. If you want to be at a certain level. You want status. You want fame and fortune. Famous actors. You want to be a famous this or that. But, you know, life isn't like that. You know, maybe if you can get through high school, you're lucky. Or if you can get to college, you're lucky. You know, but... You know, as you get older, I think what happens is that you, you're looking at what people used to say. People used to say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And then you look at what you really are when you grow up. Now here you're 40, 50, you know, 60, and you look back and you say, what did I accomplish? What did I do? What have I done? You know, and, and I think the answer a person can find, you know, when you look at what your accomplishments are, you, you look at Malachi chapter 3, and from verses 13 to 18. Malachi chapter 3, verses 13 to 18 reads, Your words have been stout against me, said the Lord. Yet ye say, What have we spoken so much against thee? Yet have said, it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept his ordinance and that we have walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts? And now we call the proud happy, yea, they that work wickedness are set up, yea, they that tempt God are even delivered. Then they that feared the Lord spank often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord, and that thought upon his name, and they shall be mine, said the Lord of hosts. In that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them. As a man spareth his own son that serveth him. Then shall ye return and discern between the righteous and the wicked. Between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. Praise God. So I think, you know, we do a disservice sometimes when we ask our children... You know, what do you want to be when you grow up? I think it's okay to say that. I think it's okay to point them in the right career direction. But the most important thing is to teach them about the Lord. Teach them about being saved. Teach them about the Word of God. You know, because what was just read, it's, it says that they were saying, the people were saying it's vain to serve God. It's, what, what's the point? What's the purpose of serving God? What, what is God going to do for me? 
I don't get it. I don't know. What can God do for me? Because the, the standard that they measure themselves by is a man's standard. So they feel like the wicked prosper. The wicked get away with things. But and if you serve the Lord, it's just so hard and right. it's so and it's, tough. It's like you have to... You don't get anything when you serve God. Why does it take so long for me to get anywhere? Right, and the, the idea of success is, is, is twisted. So that all their hopes and their dreams are centered on earth. And a lot of people say, well, I don't want to wait until, uh, you know. I want my life. heaven. I want I my want heaven now. right now. Right, so you have people who actually say, I made a pact with the devil. I did this and that because they, they feel like, they want that notoriety, that fame, that wealth. They want to enjoy it in this life. And it's not that people who are serving the Lord can't get that notoriety or their fame, but it's not their main goal focus, their main right goal. In life, yeah, it's not their end goal. Because my mom often told me, you know. Because I would have, you know, you have those dreams too, you know, or, you know. Trying to you know fame fortune, but she was saying like, that's you know that's nice, but she was saying like, but don't the Lord didn't say you can't have it, but don't want that stuff more than the Lord. Don't put that stuff more than the Lord. Right. And even if you never get it, your life isn't over. That's not your life. Your life don't consist of the abundance of which you possess. And what profit if you gain all that and your soul is not right and you lose your soul? Yes. And then the peace that, that people, the peace that surpasses all understanding, people don't, don't have it when they cling to the mammon and what they don't understand, what, what people in the world do, people who strive for wealth and fame and notoriety as being their end goal in life, they resign themselves to the fact that you know, they're going to be miserable or they're not going to be satisfied. Or you find, that's why you find so many of them on drugs. Killing and, themselves. Right, and addicted. And, and addicted to all kinds of hurtful things. The Lord said many harmful, hurtful lusts. You find that they have the money and the power to do these things, but no direction from the Lord, so they direct their own steps and they fall. And you don't have any peace? You don't None. have any joy? You don't have any love. Maybe you do. I mean, maybe those that are very, very wealthy, they feel like giving back to their community and, and stuff is well, a Well, they might do like love. Carnegie did, you know, try to buy your way into heaven you know, after you run over everybody else and <laughs> kill all your competition. <laughs> you know? And then you, all of a sudden you develop a conscience when you realize you're going to die, you're going to leave it all. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking... You know, the Lord of blessed, like you told Solomon, I'll, I'll add these things to you. You don't have to. That shouldn't be your ambition in life. Lord said, if you seek me first, I'll add these things. You know, they'll come, they'll come naturally. And what you'll find is that those things that you've held in such high esteem, you know, you don't value. Like Paul said, Paul's I count, I count that, that stuff as, as dung, dung you know, nothing. Crap. He said, that just, you know, and there's another yeah, in word case for it, too. knew what dung was. Right. <laughs> Crap. And there's another word for it, too. But, but, but FCC probably won't allow that. So, uh, <laughs> but that, it's just that those things that man considered to be important. And, I, you know, I look at people where they talk about wealth, but I'm telling you, if you have the Lord, if you have 
salvation. You've got a relationship with God because he saved you and you know him. You know him in the beauty of holiness. And you know the Lord. And you're clothed and in your right mind. And you have shelter and food to eat. You're rich. Mm-hmm. But people don't believe that. Mm-hmm. But let somebody take away your health. I know a person who was wealthy. And, the, and um, the, his wife, I think, developed... Uh, Cancer, nothing, nothing the person could do, nothing uh, flew in the most expensive uh, doctors yeah. from uh, foreign countries. I mean, they had that type of money, mm. couldn't save her. Yeah, now, what do you think they would have, she would have given her bank account for her health? I'm pretty mm-hmm. she would have. Yeah, yeah. I even looked at Steve Jobs, you know, even when he, when he, you know, he amassed that great fortune, but later on down the line and his health deteriorated. And no matter what, and no he, matter did. what he did, he got his best doctors turned Buddhists and right. did all that. And he it, left out and he was and, like, oh, wow. And people wow. were still honoring him as if he was more than just mere man. You know, he, he, he would, in his last stages of life, he would entertain, have audiences with people, but they were select people. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, what? What could he do? He's got to face God for himself. He has to face the Lord for himself. He has to give an account to the Lord for himself. And if you fear the Lord, and if you have enough sense to know that God is, and you serve the Lord, you're rich. Mm-hmm. He said, let the rich count themselves with having nothing. That's what the mm-hmm. Lord said. And the people who think they have nothing, let them count themselves as rich. Because in Christ, you can't get anywhere without the Lord. You have everything it's you all need, in Christ. all that you right. have supplied, everything. You think money can get you certain things? No. But you God's know, favor was, can, though. Right. You know, as favor. I walked into church today, I was thinking about, uh, you know, with all my aches and pains and how the weather is and everything, the first thing I just thought of, I, I just said thank you. Because um, I can say that every promise in the Word is true. And he's not gonna he's not gonna deny himself. He's not gonna say, "Oh no, you, Sister Sue or Betty Jane or whatever, can't have healing or deliverance because I said so." <laughs> you know, right. it's like every promise in the Bible is for every person, and it's absolute and it's amen. Right. And he didn't go through all those things, dying on the cross, but especially. Be taking on all those stripes, getting whipped, and for every beating he took, it was for some illness or sickness. And why would he do that if if we don't get healed? Why would he do that if it's not for us? Everything in the Word is true. Everything. So I'm walking in, and I'm just saying thank you because because I can count on him. He's not going to lie to me. Right. He's going to tell me the truth. Now, you can listen to people and say, well, you can do this. You go ahead. Go try. Go. Go. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what they say. Go for it. And then it doesn't work out, you know. And then you're so disappointed. And then you feel so bad. But I notice that as I get older... I, I would think in terms of what have I accomplished? I feel like such a failure sometimes, you know, because 
of all the things you have inside your head mm -hmm. or your ideas that you thought you were going to be or do or everything. But, you know, life wasn't like that for me. It, was, it just wasn't. But that's how man counts as success. As success. Mm -hmm. right. right. So then reading Malachi in verse 16. Verse, yeah, this is a good verse. If, if anybody want to be in a book, this is the book to be in. When he said, then they that feared the Lord spank, spank. off spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. Now, that's a book that you, if you want to be in a book, because some people want to be in a lot of books, a lot of like this book, this magazine, but this is the book that you really want to be in, that God said you but would it, be but mine. But it's amazing, you know, mm -hmm. the accomplishments that you do on earth, are nothing but when you start to talk about the Lord when you start to say God is so good to me and let me just tell you what God all of a sudden God here listen, no, he, he takes no. note he stops <laughs> it's almost like I, I picture this and I don't know how true it is but I picture there's an angel there yep even you know? God take notes <laughs> and, and like a secretary <laughs> taking all these notes down and and Lord saying, "What's uh, Sister Sue doing now?" And the angel is saying, "I'm talking about the goodness of the Ta Lord. Right, mm. talking about the Lord. Mm. What is Betty Lou doing? Mm. Talking about, about God, the reading the Bible. Yeah. And the Lord is just his ears perk up, and he pays attention. He makes a book of memorial and unto in those this, people, and yeah. he pays attention so much so that he's got these books." And he's writing all the all those good things down that you're doing about him, right? That you're saying us, because you're giving him the glory. Even that's what the you know the podcast. So what are they doing? Oh, they they got a podcast. <laughs> They're talking about me, you know, talking about current events and scriptures. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like so when you do things for the Lord, it's not for nothing. It's not in vain. No. It's man, a show telling. forget. Man, you can do yeah. so many things, and man just right. won't even notice it. They want to show you their house, their cars, their bank account. And when you get through, it said, but that, then, that, does, then, that doesn't matter. And I met people who had those things, but they were saved. <clears throat> and they encountered as anything. And you one know, person said, if I had what you had, you, I, you wouldn't be able to talk to me. And the person said, that's why you don't have <laughs> what I have. Because it didn't mean that much to that individual what it meant to that individual was to live holy. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking, I was just thinking, you know, when I was getting older, oh, I, I like jewelry, you know. But if you look at me now, I, all I have are like earrings on. I don't even wear a watch or any of my rings or bracelets or anything, but I had to have like rubies, <laughs> my birthstone, and I have lots of nice things, rings and uh, heart-shaped blue sapphire. I mean, I have things, gold necklaces, but... I don't wear I don't wear anything but it's some earrings. But you know, I'm thinking all throughout the years I, I wanted that, I wanted that, I wanted that. But what that can't save you. That can't give you peace. That can't maybe temporarily it'll give you a little bit of joy, 
maybe it's so short-lived. Some type of satisfaction. And then sometimes, you know, you want people to admire what you have, like someone was yeah, saying. Yeah, why, why do you buy it? Why? Right. Why do you get it? Right, you're right about that. Right. And then Look after what I a while, got. Yeah, then, then you realize what they think doesn't matter. You know, after a while. Have you ever been so sick? I remember one time I was so sick. You know, there are certain places where you, you don't, you know, you feel like it's just not clean enough for you to sit. But I was so sick, I didn't care <laughs> where I was going to sit down or how I was going to rest because I was ill. You reach a point in your life, like, no matter what a person thinks of you, it doesn't matter. It's what the Lord thinks of you. you all of a sudden, you just come to yourself and say, what another person's opinion of me is does not matter. Yeah. It's whether or not God finds favor, and you want the Lord to find favor with you. That's yeah. what matters in life. Yeah, it's like you God. get to a point that it's like, I only got one person to please. And I only got one Lord. standard to measure up to, the word, of God the word of God and God himself. You know, true satisfaction will never come, never come from the praise of other people. No. Or from recognition, or from having a statue put up after you. Right. <laughs> you know, always that get to Because what does it... What does it, uh, you know, the, to, to gain the world and, and then you lose your soul. And you could be the most popular person. I know this person got hurt and my goodness, people came to the hospital. They had, there were so many people, they had to put them in a special room because the person was just that popular. Oh. But their life didn't say anything about the Lord. So what did that profit the individual? So, so people... I looked at the person and and they gave the person praise, but if God doesn't honor you, means what good, nothing. Right? What good is it going to do a person? Yeah, I like that verse sixteen. Read that again. Oh, most definitely. I read it again. <laughs> then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him. For them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. Isn't that something? And thought upon it. So mm -hmm. your thoughts. So you think about the Lord? So when I walked in here thinking about scripture. He got that. He jumped. Uh oh, Pat got God on the mind. <laughs> I got several things right. in the book already today. Right. <laughs> this morning when I prayed, this morning when I was reading the scripture, this morning when I was thinking about mm -hmm. him. Yeah. Now, yeah. when we do this podcast, mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. and... Um, right, so your thoughts, when you think about the goodness of the Lord, when he said, well, so everything's uh, uh, lovely, lovely well, so everything's a good report, you know, when you think about the goodness of the Lord, the Lord takes note of it. When your mind is on the Lord, then you're thinking spiritual, not natural. God can reach you. God can talk to you. God can in instruct you so that you can hear him. When you keep your mind on the Lord. So what do you think Lord, it means when you fear the Lord? Reverence him. When you humble yourself before him. It, it, the type of fear is the type of uh, fear where you acknowledge the Lord to the point that you yourself know that you give him the honor and the glory and the reverence that's due him because you, we are nothing, and you realize that he is God, that he has created us. So in that verse it says, fear the Lord and talk of his goodness. And think of him, and and you're going to be his. You're going to, and that's some big accomplishment, then, you know, because that's an, a big accomplishment that a lot of people can't 
can't get to. Right. They can't accomplish the fact that that they acknowledge the Lord even. Mm -hmm. They can't even go that far. I don't, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just so grateful every time I wake up in the morning, I, I just thank God for waking me up. I just thank God for another day. I just thank God and I ask him to bless the day so that I don't know, you know, because I don't know what I would be doing. I don't know, I don't know where I would be. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do a, a cotton-picking thing without him. Without the Lord. <clears throat> I couldn't even wake up. I mean, he, you can have an alarm clock, but if the Lord doesn't wake you up... We can do nothing without God. He ain't doing it. Okay. Um, anyway, that was our scripture for today. Well, praise the Lord for the scripture for today. Thank God for what all has been said. Now, the verse of the day comes from Psalm... 28 and 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusteth in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices. And with my song will I praise him. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, what should you lift up to the hills? And the answer is, your eyes, and that answer can be found in Psalm 121, verse 1, which reads, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. This week's food for thought is, why do you lift up your hands in the sanctuary? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought. <laughs>